Welcome to the podcast of Fairmount Presbyterian Church in Cleveland Heights, Ohio, where we feature our worship sermons. Listen again to past sermons from home, when you are traveling, or wherever you are. Listen in if you need a moment of reflection, inspiration, and love. So three things for our younger listeners in particular to be listening for today. First, what are some common images or pictures of self-care? Second, what are some things that you do to take care of your body or your mind? And three, how many times do I say avocado? So three things you can be listening for. So I was trying to find an image for the invitation to worship portion of our e-news this week, and I was on Canva, which is an online graphic design platform that you can use to create flyers or Facebook and Instagram posts. I did an image search for self-care. Any guesses what I found? Well, there were a lot of women wearing face masks and cucumbers on their eyes. There was a vast assortment of beauty products displayed around. There were women in bathtubs and women getting massages. There were women doing impressive yoga poses on rocks very close to the ocean or on the side of a cliff. And there were a lot of flowers, candles, and also avocados. Now, if I only had those images to go on, I might be convinced that self-care is something only women need to do, and we need to look happy and healthy while we are doing it, and we definitely need to buy a lot of products to do it, and it should be done at night in candlelight, and the only food that will help us achieve full self-care status are expensive and unbruised avocados. And men, congratulations on not needing to care for yourselves. Who knew? It is scary to me how many images and messages we get from our culture on a daily basis that have little to no rooting in actual reality. Now, none of these images were bad. I light candles all the time to help me focus. I try to do yoga, though never close to an ocean because that just seems like it would end up with me needing to be rescued from a rip current. And I'm thankful for the people who own the house I live in before I did because they planted amazing gardens that offer a variety of flowers all summer long that I can cut and bring inside. And avocados are super healthy. That's just true. But to think that we could boil down self-care to those images, or that we have to be alone or looking happy and serene in order to experience it, that's just not true. And that is what's harmful. For three weeks this summer, Miss Chris, our children's ministry coordinator, has been leading an online vacation Bible school called Compassion Camp. She delivered all sorts of materials to the homes of families in our congregation that were interested, and she shows up on Zoom on Sunday afternoons to lead conversation, song, and prayer with our youngest members. I've been joining because I've got two boys who are involved, and also I really, really miss seeing all of our kids. So here comes the brief PSA, please get vaccinated. Please, please, please wear your mask even if you are vaccinated because our children and their families are dependent on you for their health and safety. And that is real. 
Okay, so back to Compassion Camp. This past Sunday at camp, we heard the scripture passage from 1 Kings that Chris just read this morning. And I have to admit, I didn't remember it. But when I heard it, I found myself realizing that it was a message I needed to hear. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that probably all of the parents who were listening in needed to hear it as well. I don't know about you, but I tend to forget that message from the flight attendants where we're supposed to take care of ourselves before assisting others. And when I do remember it, it often means I go to bed later and wake up earlier to fit more care into my day, which is probably why there were so many candle pictures in my image search. But here we have a story in the Bible about a burnt-out prophet. He's been doing all the things that God has been telling him to do, and not very many people are listening. They're not changing their behaviors or their habits, and now people are trying to get rid of him. He's done. He gets himself away from everyone by journeying into the wilderness, and then he collapses from exhaustion, both physical and mental, I would argue, and prays to God to take him, to let it be over, because he's so done, he cannot imagine going any further, cannot imagine doing any more, cannot imagine finding rest, peace, or security for himself. Just when it seems that all hope is lost, Elijah and us, the readers, are reminded that God doesn't abandon any of God's children ever. Elijah wakes to find that an angel has appeared, made him food, and is not just inviting but telling him to eat it. Miss Chris asked the kids, what would you do if you woke up after a long nap and somebody made you food? And one of the kids quickly answered, I would say thank you because I would be hungry truth. (laughs) So this pattern of Elijah sleeping and the angel waking him and instructing him to eat happens again, but this time with more insight. The angel says, there is a long, hard road ahead of you. You're going to need your strength. God knows that Elijah's work isn't done. God knows that the work the prophets are called to is exhausting and usually thankless and frequently dangerous. That doesn't mean that God reconsiders the importance of this work. After all, they are helping save the people in every meaning of that phrase. And it doesn't mean that God lets the prophets walk away from it either. But it does mean that God is always with those followers, looking out for them, guiding them, taking care of them, sending angels to wait on them. Friends, I don't know all the things that have happened and are happening in each of your lives, but I'm pretty sure that you've all experienced or are experiencing now some really difficult moments. Moments in which you may have screamed at God and pleaded for it to be over. I call that offering prayer. And that's a big part of the self-care we need to make it through whatever moment we are in and on to the next one. See, God doesn't rebuke Elijah's exhaustion or anger or hopelessness. God sends an angel to tend to it. And that angel brings the most basic of things, permission to rest, food, water, and company. 
Well, after I did the image search on Canva, I headed over to Google to see what they had to offer. And at first I was shocked because the top hits were all words and infographics. Where were the ladies doing yoga on the cliff? There were a bunch of checklists for self-care, and I love a good checklist, so I clicked on a bunch of them. And guess what a lot of them said? Paint your nails! Light a candle! Eat an avocado! Okay, none of them actually said eat an avocado, but they might as well have. As I scrolled and scrolled, I came to a bingo game. And shockingly, I loved what I found. These were the squares of the bingo card. I fed myself, check, exercised, got a massage, took time for myself, danced, practiced gratitude, played with an animal, did a hobby, meditated or prayed, spent time in nature, went for a walk, talked with a friend. I showered today, took a nap, took quiet time out, played an instrument. I did nothing. Can I repeat that one and put it in the free square in the middle? I did nothing. Read for fun. Brushed my teeth. Brushed or did my hair. Listened to music. Bathed. I wrote down my feelings. Stretched. Spinko board is amazing. I love the breadth and the depth of this list of ideas of things that you can do to care for yourself and that you can't just do one and get to be done with the game. There are ideas here that involve basic ways of caring for your body, eating, bathing, brushing your teeth, because sometimes we need to be reminded to take care of the physical aspects of our being. Like the angel says, get up and eat. And that angel didn't mean feeding yourself a breakfast of more than the recommended amount of Oreos and coffee, but rather making sure you had nutritious food and water in addition to a reasonable amount of Oreos and coffee. We also need to be reminded that not everything we do needs to be working ourselves towards some kind of goal. Goals can be helpful, but sometimes they take the care and the pleasure out of the activity we're doing. We need time to be by ourselves, and we need time with others. Depending on your personality type, you may need more of one time or the other, but you know when you've struck that balance and when you've spent too much time in the wrong space. We also need to do things that make us happy. Now, some of you are readers. Some of you love making or listening to music. Some of you like to spend time exploring or walking your dog. And that's okay. It's even good to spend time doing things that bring you happiness. But God wants for us more than just happiness. God wants us to experience joy. Now, when I put on my pastor lens to look at this bingo board, what I see is that self-care is about finding oneself in connection to God who meets us in a variety of ways and wants what is good for us. And in that meeting, we experience care and nurture and oftentimes joy. 
Elijah called out to God. He lifted his voice in prayer because he was looking for validation. He was looking for relief. He was looking for God, the one whom he trusted and listened to. Elijah didn't hear God speak back, but he did find rest. And he met an angel who gave his body what it needed and then gave his soul the validation, challenge, and guidance that it needed. Self-care is about tending to your physical and emotional well-being in ways that can help you to see and hear and feel God, even when you may have thought you lost that ability. And sometimes that's easy, sometimes that's hard, but it is always important. God is with us. God is with you. And it may be that you need permission to do nothing for five minutes or a day or an hour or a week to be in God's presence. And if so, I bless it and I give you permission. Or maybe you need a pen and a piece of paper and some time to sit down and write some things or experiences that you're grateful for and a friend to read them to you so you make sure you do it. Maybe that friend is the child who answered Chris's question with, I would say thank you. Maybe you need to turn up Aretha Franklin and dance around your kitchen to be reminded that you are connected to your body and it is beautiful and created and blessed by God and it has some amazing dance moves in it. But please, in all of this, whatever it looks like for you on any given day, Remember to look for where God is and for what God is saying to you in the midst of your exhaustion or your anger or your hopelessness or your joy. And let's remind each other and let's teach our children about the importance of this kind of care in our lives so together we can hear when the angels say to us, get up and eat. There's a long, hard road ahead of you. You're going to need your strength. And don't forget to eat your avocados. Alleluia and amen. We thank you for listening to a worship episode from Fairmount Presbyterian Church. Revisit this podcast site weekly for new worship episodes. Have a beautiful and blessed day.